Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Local. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefirelocal.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that I try to give you some thoughts, some ways to look at your business, but also think about your business a little differently. In this series, I take different topics, some topics that are more thousand-foot topics that are focused on strategy and vision of your business, but also some tactical kind of real techniques that you can put into business and be a little bit more successful. Today, I want to share a topic that I think really hits a chord for hopefully many of you out there, and that is really related to the buying and the client experience. Unlike many other topics that are really focused on examples of what other businesses are doing, this one happens to come from a world that we all have really experienced before. However, we haven't necessarily drawn a lot of the parallels and really mind some of the lessons learned. And it comes really from the auto buying experience. And my story today really relates to my own buying experience in terms of an automobile, but more specifically, a manufacturer by the name of Tesla. I think most of you have heard of Tesla. And certainly, I think if you experience this particular podcast, I would encourage you to go out and actually uh, test drive or actually look at the Tesla experience and try to relate some of that to what your client experience is all about and really see how you really measure up and how you really think it might look like in the future. So to walk you through the story, I about four months ago decided that I wanted to get a new car. And in doing so, just like anyone else, I, you know, wanted to try to analyze what is it that I really wanted to think about, what did I want to spend, what was kind of my criteria of looking for a new car. Well, I was quite happy with the car that I had, which happened to be manufactured by Audi. So I decided first and foremost to go to the Audi dealership and take a look at what they had to offer. So I immediately met with a very pleasant salesperson. His focus and goal was to get me in a car to do a test drive as quickly as possible and really start that dialogue. And while I think that was really interesting, what I found was some of the features and benefits, while they were certainly better than my present car, they were very marginally different from what I already had. Matter of fact, what I did was I photographed the car, sent it via my telephone to Uh, my daughter, who immediately texted me back and said, why are you photographing or sending me a photograph of your car? Well, immediately an aha went off, and I said, you know, all I'm doing really is replacing, and there may be an opportunity here to do something a little bit different. I would say most people are yearning for doing something a little bit different when it comes to a vehicle or when it comes to a home remodeling project, not necessarily just replacing and fixing what they presently have. So my immediate reaction was, okay, what is different? What can I go out and look at? So I happened to go by the Land Rover dealership, which was nearby. I looked at the Land Rovers that they had for offer, and while it was really interesting, and I think very interesting styling and, and design, 
I don't think it really met the kind of criteria that really I was looking for in a vehicle. So as I left, I passed by the Tesla dealer. The Tesla had a little showroom in the Washington, D.C. area, so I actually went into the showroom. In the showroom was really quite different than any other dealership that I went to. First of all, they didn't have a mass of cars sitting outside that you went and looked at. They had a little showroom. And in this showroom, they had two vehicles. And they had a very high-tech kind of walls with different photographs, technologies, different kind of things in terms of what was relating to it. So like anybody, I wanted to sort of sniff and take a look at what they had. So I went and looked at the particular model, the S-Type, that I happened to have an interest in and, you know, started to look at it. Uh, I met with a young fella, certainly not a typical kind of car salesman, who was an advisor in the process. He was sort of a sage. You know, he was very enthusiastic about the product, very enthusiastic about answering my question, but quite frankly... He really was not trying to focus on close a deal or close a sale. He was really much more interested in kind of being more of an evangelist and an advocate of this particular manufacturing vehicle. So we went through a series of questions. I sat in the vehicle. I went through some of the different technologies. And at the end of the process, he simply just asked, would you like to schedule, not do, would you like to schedule a test drive. So immediately I'm thinking, well, why don't I jump in one of the cars right now and go test drive it? But in this case, their process was to schedule a test drive, not necessarily do a test drive. And in the schedule, they had about a five to seven day window that they uh, wanted to try to schedule a test drive. So I went ahead and scheduled it approximately six days ahead. So he took some basic information from me so that they could communicate and keep in touch in the process. That's when I think the process really started. The sales process, whether I really realized it or not, was much more of an educational process, was much more of a trying to get me enthusiastic about certainly the vehicle and what it had. So immediately I started to get the following day's little drips. Typically, not overwhelmed, but little drips of emails that had different kinds of either questions or areas of interest. The first one was tied into, you know, tying me into the website. The website had a lot of different really interesting, easy information to look at and certainly kind of created a buzz of interest. They had a tremendous amount of videos on their website, but also access to videos that would help them to be more successful. The next day, uh, I got another little drip that related to just different kinds of financing options that were available. One of the interesting things in, in the financing process, they really wanted to make sure first and foremost that I was really qualified and wanted some very basic information if I had an interest in a very, very low interest rate type of financing. The next day, I got another little drip of a couple little videos uh, of different things that were happening in terms of the Tesla uh, manufacturer, a little bit more about the success of the company, uh, news bulletins, those kind of things. So on a regular basis, as I built more and more towards this 
test drive appointment that was coming up six days later, they were building on my enthusiasm. They were asking me for some dialogue. So I started a little dialogue with one of their key people named George on what the process was, what to expect. So come the day of the actual test drive, I at that point was really excited, enthusiastic. It was literally like scheduling a special appointment to go out and test drive, you know, even a race car or something very cool because I had it been slowly building up to this appointment that I was about to have. So because of my enthusiasm, I decided to bring a couple members of my family with it because they were really setting me up in the process to be able to proceed if, in fact, that was what I wanted to do. So I met our my specialist, John at the time, and John, you know, set me up, literally walked me through the process of the car and the test drive that I was about to do, answered any little questions, and we went out for a test drive. He had a lot of very intimate and personal experience with the vehicle. Matter of fact, his father-in-law happened to have one, and he had ordered the next model that was coming down the road. So there's a very personal touch involved in the vehicle that certainly added a lot of value in terms of my questions and my interests. Again, everyone in the process was an expert. Everyone really had access and really knew the answers to all the questions. So when we got back to the showroom itself, we sat down on a very interesting kind of process, which was a big screen where they took me through kind of a customization of what it might look like if, in fact, I were to order or proceed with a car. This was not a car to buy. This was a car to order, order in a customized way. Just the fact that it was customized, it had a different kind of perception and value to me than just ordering something off the lot or picking something off the lot. So I sat down and I went through a series of decisions. They had a very masterful kind of exercise going through a decision tree, looking at the, the, the different features and benefits and the choices that I had to make, including the colors, the finishes, the details, the power, the battery life, all of those kind of things that typically that you want to uh, really walk through, obviously, and the decisions you want to make. But they did it in a very, very graphic, a very simple way, in a way that was very complete. They also made the different decisions kind of non-events. They assembled some of the decisions in such a way that the investments required uh, were such that it really made it pretty obvious whether you wanted it or didn't want it. And they also made part of the process, which is financing, also a non-event because the majority of the people actually finance the car because the interest rates are so, so low that it would be better for you to finance it than actually pay cash. So at the end of this process, they had at the bottom of the screen, in addition to watching kind of the features and benefits affect the cost of the car and what the lease price would be, the financing price or the cash price would be, they had at the end of this process, a simple button there was, was buy now. So I had a decision to make. Clearly at that point, they had walked me through the very efficient process to make this decision. Now, what was interesting, as I looked down and looked at the time, the time I arrived at the showroom to the time I was completed with the process was about 60 minutes. One of the things that we oftentimes dislike in either a remodeling or bar 
uh, car buying process is how they keep you there and they wear you out and they make it most uh, most unpleasant. So it's simply a matter of push, buy now, and then they would move on to the next steps. There was really no more discussion at that point. The order was customized for me, and I had to confirm the order within seven days. So they started the process after I left with some very distinct things. I, they had wanted to get a little bit of trading information with my car, and they said that they don't take and buy the car, but they do have a trade-in process, more of a broker process, that they would try to get me the best price for the car. Well, I simply said in my own mind, you know, this is typically kind of the case. They'll probably not get as much for my car as certainly I would either on the open market. So I did a little bit of experimentation, a little bit of research. And in fact, after three or four days, they sent me a notice and they were actually getting me more for my used car than I could have gotten myself. Again, making the process easy, making it a non-event. As I said earlier, the financing got approved, and again, it was a non-event. I didn't even have to think about it at that point other than to fill out some very, very simple, basic information. So in the course of once I confirmed, yes, in fact, I wanted the car, there was a period of time that they said that this car would take to actually be built. They said it was going to take six weeks, but they would update me along the way. So I received emails about every three to five days just kind of updating me on different information about the vehicle, updates, but also giving me a little bit better idea how the schedule was doing. They're masterful at the communication. Well, about three weeks in the process, I got a nice note from George, my, my representative, said, that said, you know, I've got great news for you that your car will be going into production in the next seven to ten days. I'll update you, but if that's the case, it looks like we'll be able to receive arrival earlier than the original six weeks that was estimated. Again, exceeding the expectation. So at that point, I was obviously starting to get excited. It's almost like excited about a new arrival of certainly a puppy or a child or whatever it happens to be. You start to be enthusiastic about it. They wanted to then help me walk through the process to create the right power station within certainly my home so I could be uh, really set up when this Tesla arrived. So then they started to use even language that was taking away kind of the language from your typical car buying experience. They talked about my Tesla like it was some sort of friend or some sort of, again, it was some sort of more of a pet than it was uh, really a vehicle and how it was getting ready to go into production. Well, the day of production that it was being done, I got a notice that it was going into production and it'll update me as it is completed. The next day, I got a note from them, well, your Tesla is on the West Coast, it's all ready to go, and it's going to begin its journey across the United States in three days. In preparation for this, they wanted to set up a time for me to come in and meet my new Tesla. And again, it's very subtle, but they made it really fine uh, see the car is something that was very, very different than certainly ever, anything I had ever experienced before. So as the process, I think, moved along, I got the notice to schedule the appointment to come in to actually receive my new Tesla. 
they gave me a series of different alternatives in terms of times. It was a very controlled process, and it was certainly scheduled. So the day of, I drove in with my existing car, and then I literally was sitting in, like a doctor's office, almost waiting for the appointment, and they came out and said, are you ready, Mark, to meet your new Tesla? What we need to do first is, why don't you give me the keys to the old car? I'll have my, my associate here just take care of a couple really quick things, and then we'll bring you back and meet your new Tesla. So I sat there literally only about five or ten minutes waiting for them to come out. He came out, and I took me back. Now, in this case, it wasn't going through the normal showroom. It was actually taking me through a series of glass doors off to the one side that the doors opened up as we arrived, and all of a sudden, out in this beautifully tiled floor, there was lights that came on, and there was the Tesla. There was the new car. A very different experience. He was even trained in such a way to stop, change the pace, change the cadence of what he would talk about, and ask me, there it is, what do you think? He then walked me through a very customization process of how to organize the car in such a way that was really more customized for me. The paperwork process was minimal in terms of effort and energy. The whole process only took a few minutes, and then as it was completed and answered all my questions, customized the interior for me, boom, pushed a button, and all of a sudden these giant glass doors opened up, and I was able to take the Tesla off. Now, the buying process and the touchpoint process didn't stop at that point. They continued to follow up, not in any sort of aggressive way, but follow up just for updates to make sure I was happy with the process. They actually gave me an opportunity of a referral code to be able to give to friends so that they could actually save a little bit on their new Tesla because so much of their marketing efforts are really as a result of that past client and personal referrals. I share this process which was an amazing process, and now two months after I've actually had the car, I really love it. It really has changed, I think, the way I think and see vehicles like this. As you can imagine, I probably spent about 25 or 35% more than what I expected to spend. However, the value far exceeded the price. The experience that I went through was a very pleasant experience. So again, this long-winded story, I want to just summarize with some lessons learned in the process. I think in any business, you have some key legs that you need to focus on. You need to focus on the people, you need to focus on the product, and you need to focus on the process itself. So first and foremost, the product, in this case, the Tesla, is world-class. It is the fastest vehicle I've been ever in. It's the safest vehicle I've ever been in. The detailing is exquisite. It, the product itself is world-class. Is your product different than other remodeling companies? Is the detailing of your product different? The people in this case. The people in this case happen to be very young, enthusiastic, 
as I said before, they weren't only advocates, they were almost a little bit evangelistic in terms of their enthusiasm and excitement about the vehicle, and it was very contagious. But they did a lot of training, I'm sure, to be able to create that and really have the right people to be able to sell and be able to be uh, communicating the product and service. And then the process it themselves. What they did in this process is they made the process work for me, not necessarily work for them. Yes, of course it was efficient. Yes, they exceeded the expectations every single step of the way in the process. They made it easy. They communicated it effectively early, and they were very consistent about doing it every single time. Very, very good experience. I'd strongly recommend, as you reflect on this little test of the story, think about other stories out there that relate and start to make it more of an integral part of your discussions with your team. A good friend of mine out in California actually took the Tesla experience and actually had his team get out and experience the Tesla experience and then relate it back to how do we learn from this, how do we make our remodeling experience that's equally exciting and effective for our clients. So I want to thank everybody for listening to this very personal, long-winded story. But I think as you listen to it, I hope at least, you really think about you know, how do we take our business to the next level? How do we think about our business a little differently? And I think if you can do that, I think the likelihood that you're going to experience a higher degree of success is much greater. Take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Local. For more podcasts, visit surefirelocal.com forward slash podcast.